0: This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Cavalry Audio Three, two, one. Welcome back murder chronicles nation carolyn hi brandon i'm brandon morgan i produce the show for carolyn uh who is our inimitable writer host narrator researcher all things true crime uh uh we don't deserve her talent but yet we get to enjoy it every week so thank you carolyn good to see you Mm
0: -hmm. Wait, you're just what do you want that was like (laughs) You don't want me to tell everybody that you're eating red vines right now,
1: and <laughs> and, and a Mountain Dew and honey mustard pretzels. So oh my
0: gosh, breakfast champions! Let's, just
1: is be, honest. Champion. let's just be honest. Um, Uh no, I'm just super grateful that uh, that I get to do this show, and this week's episode is um, you know, ripped from the headlines. Um, and uh, oh we God. mentioned it at the end of last week's uh bonus episode and this week is all about the developments and you know really almost up to the minute with um where we're at with this terrible situation in 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 idaho with the idaho murders um so uh great job pulling that together Um,
0: yeah i really was cursing you the entire time because (laughs)
1: my job I, to push you it's my job
0: to oh my push god you. I know I know so thank you uh not no I I purposely avoided you know how you chastise me like for the cases and like I don't know how you do it I don't know how you do it you psycho well this case is like so like I didn't want to know anything about it I don't want I did because you know from the get you knew it was just going to be tragic And as you know, you know, I have five kids. The oldest is 22, youngest is nine. The oldest just graduated from college recently. And the second is is a college student right now. And it's like, you know, I didn't want to hear what these parents are going through. Because again, it's like another worst nightmare where you really can't bubble wrap your kids. They're just like sleeping, minding their own beeswax. And suddenly this and now we know the guy and we can just know that this is a stranger who they probably had no idea that he was. Anyway, I don't want to get jump ahead, but right back at you, Brandon. Fuck. Right.
1: It's weird how our, perspe- our perspective changes, right? Like over time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I was gosh, 21, 20 or 21, a friend of mine from high school died. Um, she was at school. She was at college and uh she died in a fire mm-hmm. and um it was like the first one of our group who to, to die right we were all still kids we we're 20 21 years old and uh
0: was it like a house fire
1: it was really sad she was dating a guy in a fraternity and they were having a fr- there was a party at the fraternity and she had excused herself early because she had a test the next day and she went up to her boyfriend's room to study And fell asleep and didn't like make a huge announcement. Hey, I'm going upstairs. She told like one person who also was leaving the party early. So no one knew, no one knew where she was, excuse me, no one knew where she was. And so they thought that they had gotten everybody out of the house and they hadn't. And so when I'm 21, I was like, oh man, she didn't, she didn't do anything wrong. You know, a little bit of like survivor guilt, you know, because by the time I was 21, I had done a lot of fucking shit wrong. You know, and Debbie was like an innocent, you know, and so Mm -hmm. and now years and years later as a parent, I went, oh, my God, kids going to school, you know, of all of the things that you can do to put yourself in harm's way to actually not be putting yourself in harm's way and still wind up. You know, it's like, you're right. You can't fucking bubble wrap them. And that is that is Mm -hmm. just a terrifying perspective for a parent.
0: Well, and I knew once I started doing the deep dive and was going to hear those parents, I mean, it's like, I I, I fucking knew it. And yeah. sure enough, it's like running the gamut of all the different stories, but they're all the same. They're just these good kids and they have full lives ahead of oh. them. You know, like the one yeah. dad who's like, um,
1: she might get married. You
0: know, yeah. And you're right. You know what I'm talking about? When, yeah. when she like says like, she got to taste this first love and it's what like, it was
1: like you know, to be loved. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's like you remember what the, I mean, it's like, gosh, you know, that first love of and he recognized that, you know, of of you know living, staying with someone. It's like a totally different thing. It's it's just and yep. just tragic, you know. Oh
1: uh, the whole, like I said, pregame here, the whole last five minutes is just it's a real dick punch, but you know, I think it's important that we, you know, we get that perspective and we, and we hear from, you know, the, the real world consequences and the broken hearts and the lives that will never get put back together, you know, um, yeah. what happens, but, you know, we have the alleged guy. Um, yeah,
0: we need to state from the get like
1: alleged. You
0: know, one yeah. is presumed, you know, well, innocent. Yeah, yeah. I know, I, but just to say it, like the guy, just because you've been, you know, charged with something doesn't mean that you're guilty. And he,
1: you know, your guest, the detective, what wasn't quite as I know, uh, right? Judicious with his allegeds as you're being, <laughs> you know, he basically has the guy, and I liked him because of that, you know. Um, but when you hear the numbers he's throwing around with regard to the DNA match, it's in the mm-hmm. quadrillions or to the fiftieth power. That's more humans than have ever existed. Okay, no, so
0: he, he's a DNA dog. Yeah, day day. yeah, like he knows his shit for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. Um, so let's just let's talk about it a little bit because I have one really kind of umbrella perspective of this that I gleaned from listening to the episode. And that is um it, I, I can I can kind of distill it to a question. Like, how the fuck did police work happen a hundred years ago? Like let's say it's 1923, because wow. every single thing that led to the alleged murderer's arrest mm-hmm. was a result of technology that's not 20 years old yet. Okay. Ring cameras. Mm -hmm. Right. Fucking ring cameras. I've had mine for like a year. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that was a huge part of, they had like dozens of ring cameras from where he left from, from the neighborhood where the victims lived, like all of that, where they could get Mm -hmm. his timeline. So ring cameras, Um, cell phone. Okay. Like at a, at a traffic stop, they were able to get his cell phone, which he didn't have to give them. Like that's something the cops kind of pressed him on. Oh, that's
0: little. interesting that you knew that. So yeah. How you how don't do have you to. That?
1: No, all you, know you have that? to give is, is is driver's license, you know, registration, proof of insurance, period. That's it. You don't have to give anything else.
0: I know. Well, we know that he, that he, it, okay. Well, based on what we know, the evidence, if he did do it, which we don't know for sure. Right. Allegedly, like, why was he getting pulled over so many times? Like,
1: well, they that 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 surprised the shit out of me. They were staged, according to your guy. He said, I know, most, I know. most likely they yeah. were staged so they could get right. shit like his cell phone number."
0: I, I know, and, but even the two
1: before then, it's like yeah. what
0: for somebody who's like supposed to be wanting to get into law enforcement, like what what's happening here? Yeah. Like you're not wearing your seatbelt. I mean, it seems like okay. Uh, that just seems so weird. Is it hubris? Is it like,
1: I really don't know. I really don't know what it is, but I mean, in my twenties, I got pulled over all the fucking time because I'm a, cause I was an idiot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I think the last time I got pulled over, gosh, was probably 10 years ago because one of my daughters was sick. She was throwing up in the back seat and I got really? her ball- and I got her balled a bunch of cars to like make mm-hmm. the light. Yeah. And, a cop, and a cop pulled me over and still gave me a ticket. He saw the back seat like swimming in vomit and he still gave me a ticket. Oh yeah, my God. How did
0: he not get out of that? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Like the first time in my life, I wasn't lying to a cop. I just shocked. I know. Yeah. I know.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Still gave me a I, ticket. I have been really lucky when I was younger and doing my shenanigans around that age because I mean, I think I you know, obviously they've changed since when we were kids, where you know, okay, she's a good kid, let's just let her drive away, you know. Um, but you know, they don't do that now, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. They do I I don't I gosh, I wouldn't know because I just I haven't been
0: you, you never you you always got busted? Always. <laughs> That's because,
1: so I, well, because I you know, I wasn't nice. Right. It wasn't nice.
0: Right. You, yeah, gave
1: you know, no, but just because it, it kept, like, where are you headed? What do you fucking care? Like, oh, how's that going to help God. you give me a t- whether God. or not you're going to give me a ticket? Right. Where are you coming from? Uh That way. Do what you're going to do. Just give me a ticket and fuck okay, off. But
0: this is going to make you sick because like one time I got pulled over, I've got two guys. I had a Mazda uh, RX-7 back in. The, I had the-
1: an RX-7. I had a silver RX-7 with the wine I, velour interior. That was my car.
0: Yeah, I had a red one. So you know I was cool. Okay, <laughs> You know. That rotary
1: engine was great. All right, oh, anyway. my
0: gosh. Yeah. Right? I oh. it. I okay. It. So,
1: um,
0: yeah. So we get pulled over. Got my friend riding shotgun. Two guys in the back where there's a hatchback. There's oh, no yeah.
1: Room. Yeah. Oh, I've been and- there.
0: And I got. They let us go, and the kids got back into the hatchback
1: with no seatbelts,
0: uh, no, no seats.
1: <laughs> I know. No, let alone yeah. no seatbelts, no seats. Right. Incredibly yeah. dangerous and illegal. I, yeah,
0: I. I know. I'm like, we're just going home. We're just going home.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. I know. And, and you bat your, your eyes, right? right. And you flick your hair, and we're just going home. That's it. Just going home. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: Yes, of officer. me. Yeah. it was yeah, me. no, I mean, you this know, would they... not happen. This would not happen today. You know, I don't think
1: there was one time I got pulled over. Well, there were two, two really funny stories actually, but one time, like I, I, it was weird because I was so smug because I knew I hadn't done what they, what they had expected of oh me. Up, right. So I was like 18 or 19. Okay. <laughs> and I, was I had to go to my manager's house. I was I, when I was when I was acting still, because um, so I had to drop off new headshots. Okay, because he had a like. I was there. I was getting off of work. It was late at night, um, and so here's me just pulling up in front of his house. I run in with an envelope in my hand. Right, give him the envelope. I'm in there for like 30 seconds. I'm like, thanks, man. Thanks for staying up. Sorry, blah, blah whatever. And Then I leave, and as soon as I pull out onto the street, I get pulled over. And the cops are like, "Okay, where are the drugs?" And I was like, "Search everything you want, because I don't have shit, you dumbass!" Right? And they're like, "We know you do. You ran in there for thirty seconds. You had an envelope in your hand." And I'm trying to tell them, I'm "Like, oh, go ask the guys, my manager, etc." L.A. This is and
0: L.A. They, That's right? A plausible and, they, story. and
1: they didn't give a shit. They cuffed me and they sat me on the curb and they tore my car apart, looking, e- taking the rugs out, the, everything, everything. And they were so mad when they finally had to let me go but it was scary That's yeah
0: scary.
1: it was yeah it was because, like you know, it one
0: stops, if you did something weird like hey i didn't do anything and they're like oh, he's got a pencil in his hand you know and it's yeah like, like, yeah i know i mean I that could have been nah that, that could have been like all kinds of wrong
1: absolutely it could have been all kinds of wrong and you know if if i had I mean, I, I don't know. I'll probably end up cutting this out. But if I had been, if my skin had been a different color, it might've gone a different way, you know, cause this is the I'm LA. This is post, a post, post Rodney King LA. So the cops were maybe less prone to just jump in with their billy clubs, but you know, we're also two white kids in Hollywood, you know? So it was, uh, yeah, it was weird. It was, it was, it was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a weird time.
0: Did you have attitude?
1: Sorry. I didn't because I was really scared when the guns are drawn. Say,
0: it sounds like you were really scared
1: when the guns are drawn. I was scared shitless. Yeah. Um, but regular traffic stops. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I've gotten nicer, I guess. But, uh, um, but so anyway, getting back to this, sorry for that, that diversion. Um, so what I was saying was that like, what did they, what did police do a hundred years ago? Did she, would, did, did people just get away with shit all the time unless okay, you had like away. a Sherlock me- Holmes
0: I think people got away with shit. And I also think that a lot of people were blamed for stuff that they didn't do, you know, because I mean, how many times have we seen people who are like, I didn't do it. And they're like, he's good for it. And the family just hates the guy and he's like, totally terrible. And then as it DNA is like, Hey, he didn't do it. You know? So I just think that a lot of, you know, it's great that we have this technology, especially in this case.
1: No, you're right. Because imagine...
0: Because if like, they didn't have all that, you know, they'd probably be looking at the boyfriends or something, or just
1: know? arrest somebody.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know, let's and close. Especially this. when the community is like, you know, you can see the panic setting in and how they they feel that pressure to to get someone, you know. And um, <clears throat> I think this case is a really good example of how you know a community can you know kind of turn a little bit if if stuff has if stuff isn't you know if a suspect isn't in hand.
1: You know, so your guy had heard that there was a specific target allegedly okay, Mm -hmm. that one of the girls that this guy was obsessed with one of the girls,
0: yeah,
1: um, and that he was smart enough to turn his location services off on the night of the murder, but not Mm -hmm. smart enough. To turn location services off when he was casing yeah. the place, right? <laughs> in the months I leading mean, up to it, the dipshit. Yeah, I, I know.
0: It's just, it's just hubris. It has to be like, wouldn't you? How would you? And and that he actually wanted to be a police officer and help them in their forensic cloud. Yeah. You know, he had to know that it's all going into the cloud wherever you are.
1: Yeah. You know. So, we have to get to my my what has become obligatory movie reference uh in every one of these so
0: from the 90s it can't be anything in the 2000s this is
1: this is kind of a new one actually a new movie okay. but it's such All a right. brilliant, brilliant moment in cinema but so something that 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 the detective said jumped out at me right like because you had made a point like why leave someone alive okay and he gave a couple of reasons mm-hmm. he said maybe he was exhausted Killing six people is a lot different than killing four people, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Hold on one second. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, baby. I'll be done in a little while. All right. Backing up. So he gave several reasons for that. Uh, One of them was he said that he was maybe he was exhausted because it's got to. Okay. You just, you just stabbed four people to death. That's, that's going to take it it's out.
0: Hard of you. To, it's hard to quantify it physically.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Um, shit. You froze. You okay. Can you hear me? You know, you froze for a second. I missed the last thing you said. Yep.
0: So yeah, it's hard to quantify it physically because it just seems so disgusting to stay, say, but yeah, if you physically go through the motion of fighting and grappling and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's going to be exhausting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then the other reason that he gave, which I found super interesting was that he could have just been in this state where he didn't even realize that he was walking past somebody. Okay. Yeah. And that reminded me of this great moment in the movie road to perdition Tom Hanks where he plays, you know, a nineteen twenties era gangster like hitman. Okay, directed by the great Sam Mendes, and um, it's one of uh, Daniel Craig's earlier films. Where Daniel Craig, like the inciting incident, is that Daniel Craig wants to take over the crime family. Blah blah blah, um, and he goes to Tom Hanks' house and kills his family, kills his wife, and kills his youngest son. His oldest son was hiding in the car. Tom Hanks wasn't home, and so. the the, like 12 year old boy is coming up to the back door and he's frozen and he's framed in this window and he's looking through the window and he sees Daniel Craig still all frothy from fucking murder. Okay. And Daniel Craig comes up to the window and looks right out the window and is looking right in the kid's eyes. And the kid's like, Oh shit, he sees me. But then the camera comes around and what Daniel Craig is doing is looking at his own reflection making sure he doesn't have blood on him and he fixes his tie doesn't see that there's the witness an inch away from him because that he's, he's not, he can't see that far. Right. And, and I was like, Holy shit. That, that the moment in cinema kind of blew my mind, the psychological kind of examination of someone in that heightened state. I found super interesting. And to hear the detective maybe ascribe that to the murderer in this case why he would leave someone that looked right at him. He had bushy fucking eyebrows, like that close.
0: Right, they were close. And, yeah. leave, her, yeah. and leave her
1: alive. Yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I mean,
0: all of those things. I mean, I kept, I mean, I'm, I. it sounds harsh to say, why did he leave her alive? I mean, thankfully he did, but it is odd. But I think the whole thing is odd. Like if it was, if Kaylee could have been the alleged target and then the others are just collateral damage, it's just horrifying to think. And then he's just like, I'm out of here because this went, didn't go. I I don't know. I mean, it it seems like he wasn't in, he was in there like 20 minutes. I mean, 20 minutes to take four lives. We'll be back after a quick break.
1: So it's, it's, man. So Kaylee, let's say, let's just for the sake of argument, Kaylee's the alleged target. Do you think he goes to her first? Probably if he's going there just to kill one person, that's where, that's what he oh. would do. And then maybe somebody wakes up mm-hmm. and so, well, shit, I got to kill her. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then,
0: well, well, another thing, I just want to throw a couple of things yeah. in there. Kaylee and Maddie, you know, separately, they don't, you know, they have their own personalities and they yeah. look, they have separate identities and look, they don't look exactly alike. But at that time of the morning, you know, early morning, in the darkish, you know, I don't know if it was light or dark or what. What that is, you could miss, you know, you could mistake one for the other. So there's that. They were found in Maddie's bed. Both um, Kaylee and Maddie, I guess, slept on the third floor, and then Zana and Ethan were on the second floor. So it's hard to know if he went after Zana and Ethan first on the second floor, and then went after Kaylee and. Um, and uh, Maddie, I don't know, but it's like, there seems like there's a lot of, there could, you know, all this will hopefully be cleared up, but there's a lot of confusion. Like, why would he go into those bedrooms when there were two other people in the, in the home as well? That, right. you know,
1: Ooh. <clears throat> so he walks right past someone who could identify him, even though he's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And then the way that 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 your guest was able to to just piece things together was really fascinating. You know how um the intentional tra- alleged intentional traffic stops. Okay, let's get his driver's license. Let's see if it matches the description that we have from the girl. That was really mm-hmm. great. Get the guy to give up his phone number. Okay, so then they could they could they could dump well, all of his phone records.
0: Well, here's the thing. I think they had done
1: that earlier. Prior-
0: those er- from those earlier stops so he stopped for these traffic citations earlier like back in august and back in i think october and yeah. in fact the i think the one in october that traffic stop he was probably or could have been he was in that neighborhood so he could have been stalking him that night and got pulled over so in one of those stops they um were able to you know they just got his phone number just like hey let me give you my phone number i mean he, they had no idea that he would had see, see
1: and and see and that's what's weird about cops. See, this is when the pendulum swings back to cops or dicks, right? Because <laughs> they try to get, they they they're allowed to like lie to you and they're allowed to ask you for for whatever you want, even if it violates or or if it even begins to trespass on your Fourth Amendment, right? Like I could ask, I am mm-hmm. asking under the color of law, or are you just asking as hey, give me your number because I think you're cute? No, they're, you're wearing a police uniform. You're asking under the color of law. Let me. What, what, what's your cell phone number and, and how do they treat you? If you say, I don't think I have to give that. Well, it has to go in my report. Like, is that true? I don't think that's true. It doesn't have to go You're saying, you can't file your report unless you put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What, what do you give a shit when my phone number is like, what's the law that says I have to give you my cell phone number.
0: And I think he freely offered it because I don't think that they can, you know what they could probably do. And this is me just anecdotally saying this is like, Oh, Hey, can I get your phone number? You know, just so, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but for The
1: important thing is what's know, the blah, but, blah, blah, blah.
0: I know. But see, you would be the person to ask that question, you know, <laughs> yes, and you'd be yes. like, no, oh, fuck you. I'm not giving you my phone yeah, number. Yeah, for what? We know. Like, we, know uh, we know. Unless guns are drawn and then that everything. And then I, like, I, and I'll do whatever, the, and then the, I'll the, window, whatever but, the
1: fuck you want. Right.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, I think it was so casual and so like they had no idea and it was just like officer friendly. Hey, I want to be a police officer, too. OK, here's my phone number you know like you
1: know right but then it was what but then it was classic anything you say canon will be used against you okay mm-hmm. and that was a huge piece of the puzzle because they yeah. were able to to dump all of his phone records and figure out exactly they, what they he's could doing. have
0: gotten his cell phone so in so many other ways they just had it right there so it was right perfect. and right. he was the wiser to be able to exactly like, hey this is happening so i i don't see that as i hear what you're saying yeah. And if you're a criminal, with you know, planning on doing stuff in the future, yeah, don't give them your cell phone. But for the rest of us, like you know, well, what if
1: you're just a, you know, what about the the use it or lose it with regard to your civil rights? You know, because if you if you push back a little bit, even a little bit, it's like at at a traffic stop, like if a cop asks you, "So where are you headed?" Like they don't need to know that. Yeah, they don't need to know that. And if you say it's none of your business,
0: you tell them.
1: Then all of a sudden you're being uncooperative. Like that's what comes next. You're being uncooperative. Why am I being uncooperative? How come you're not the one who's, who's, who's pushing me to defend my, my, hey, my, my civil rights. You,
0: you know the game, Brandon, you yeah. know the game. Yeah. And you're smart enough to know like, Hey, I'm not playing your game. I'm not giving you my number. You right. know, I'm not telling you where I'm going.
1: Yeah. You know, Yeah. But search then the, my car. But then there will be punitive kind of repercussions. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure and will.
0: especially if you're not, and especially if you have the color of skin that, you know, we.
1: but yeah. So they're saying, I mean, so can, go along you can with Do us. that. Cooperate I mean, with us. Right. I mean, relinquish a little portion of your civil rights. So I don't have to consider you an uncooperative like subject. And then we'll let you go. I, that's not worth it for me. It's not worth it for me, but. um,
0: um You know, I, 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 I hear both sides because mm. I also think that, you know, it's like if in a perfect world, you're trying to be helpful, like we want to be helpful when mm. they ask us this information, We don't. And and, and if we think that they're not going to use, use it against us, but then you said, you know, they can mm. and they will.
1: Unfortunately. So, yeah. I, yeah. Attorneys know, will I mean, tell they, you. Attorneys will tell you you're being helpful. It could turn around. Well, how do you know so much about this?
0: Oh, I know. And that's why whenever I look at all of these cases or watch any show or anything, I always look at it under the lens of if that were me, like, Mm. you know, what would I say to the police? (laughs) Like, I don't like assume that people are guilty because, you know, there could they could not be guilty. And what if I found myself in that situation and I would want people to, you know, give me the benefit of the doubt, you know? We it's know a, how it's a can- fine
1: line. I mean, it just really just is. just within these episodes, within the last five episodes of these that we've done, I've gone to all these extremes. Like, fucking cops are awesome because they trick oh. people into thinking that I'm your friend, so you can all the way up to the point where you want me at your at your trial, haha, dumbass, fry, Or <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm,
0: I think I'm you just like said, I don't, you know. I, it's too pejorative to say that they're sure duplicitous. Duplice,
1: right but then but now here I'm, I'm like you don't want my number fuck you i'm not giving my phone number right it's so weird it's so i hear I it know. i want you to know i'm aware of that like I, I that i'm being an idiot
0: way. i know yeah. and he's accused me of fangirling so it's like i get it i'm on both sides too where it's like yeah i Every case is unique and individual. And the the criminals and the alleged suspects and the police, you know, it, it's an individual thing. You know, it's not yeah. you know, all police are good and all criminals are bad or all criminals, you know, it's it's not like that. I mean, I look at it as every an individual and a person is innocent until proven I mean, until yeah. proven otherwise. Yeah. You know, and, and taking into account our confirmation bias, which we've talked about in previous episodes as
1: well. Mm-hmm. You know? Um well, speaking of you fangirling, it was my favorite, my favorite part by far in this whole episode is he goes, what was this guy's name like Bianchi? Uh Kemper fucking serial killer bingo. Here's Carolyn with her arm up. Oh, I got it! I got it, I got it.
0: Ooh, 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 me, me, me! I'm trying to be helpful, okay? I I'm an expert in true crime podcasts
1: yeah yeah and, and and you know your serial killers telling you you get you know he goes uh tall guy friends with cops like ed I I actually, love you mean know, ed
0: i actually edited out like a bunch of these things where we we're like ah, 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 we were like banding back and forth and we were just like <laughs> bonding over it. like yeah he killed his mother yeah um
1: yeah that part stayed in actually. That was uh so it was interesting uh, but it's always it's always great to see someone passionate about their work. Um so I, I just thought that was funny. Um uh and I only know those names from that great great uh uh show Mindhunter. Was that Isn't that good?
0: amazing? Oh my
1: gosh. Again, well wow, that's I
0: love
1: that show. That's uh man Fincher. Fincher only did I think what the first two episodes but he put his his mark on that whole series that was great really really good show
0: i can't even believe that it got canceled like i'm just like more more
1: season two dropped off a little bit for me season one was just riveting and it it ended with him and, and kemper in that room that i mean it that fucking blew me away season two got a little you know not just just not as focused you know yeah 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 but, uh, but I mean,
0: it's, they were doing such groundbreaking work, yeah. you know, to, and to get people to buy in on, let's look at the mind, let's look at the data, let's look at these guys, you know, I mean, it seems like, you know, of course now, but back then, you know, given how it's like, well, we got to do it, we've got our process and we got to do it this yeah. way. And then to have them say, hey, you know, we're solving this and and this is why. And so then to slowly have people, you know, buy into it, I think is really powerful, you know?
1: Yeah, agree. I agree. So, uh, again, it was, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the detective you were speaking with, um, whose bona fides are, are legit, like how long he'd been doing shaming. I mean, oh my gosh, he knows what he's doing. Um, coming up with the and 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 what I was saying earlier about how technology played a, a role every step of the way in getting this guy. Mm-hmm. up to and including DNA and people are like, Oh, DNA has been around forever. Like from OJ and like 94. And, and before that, sure. But what they have now is that it's enough for a warrant to arrest somebody mm-hmm. through his father's DNA. The dad had nothing to do with any of it, right? Mm-hmm. They go through his trash, they get his DNA and they find out that there's a one in a fucking bazillion chance that it's um, his, a male, his male child. that's it like oh the judge is like oh okay yeah fuck yeah great go get him and so and then they swab this guy's cheek and they get to the one in one quintillionth chance that it's him you know
0: well they haven't released that yet
1: right but what but but what he was saying was that that's probably what you will get to the 50th power um and so he was pretty he was like i don't know what I don't know what this guy's going to do. They don't have a you know a, a, an insanity defense in Idaho, so mm-hmm. he's pretty well fucked. <laughs> yeah, stop short mean, of Floyd, saying that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and he probably did say it. And I just took it out because that's good. But uh, oh, really? yeah, 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 <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, he's very uh, has a very you dry. See, do right? you see
1: the rescue kit?
0: You know what's so crazy? I didn't want to interrupt you, but I'm like Carolyn, stop! I was like focusing on them because they were doing this weird like like. They're,
1: they're brothers yeah. they're brothers okay. are they brothers these are the ones that we found under the bridge and we we got them a home and oh. we got them all tested and uh the people adopted them but they already had a, a vacation to miami on the books. so we said we'll watch them while they're out of town so yeah they're taken, tight they've taken over my office and look yeah. they have little they have little collars with air tags in them look at that
0: what are the air tags for it did we say that they were cats i don't know if we mentioned yeah them. yeah yeah.
1: they're they're yeah. little they're six month old brothers there's
0: so you no know, the
1: cats. apple apple air oh right you're an android person so apple has these um has they're they're like air tags they're like tiles they're like little thin quarter size things that you get on your and then you could track them on your phone right so like if i if, yeah if i share i could share Ghost's location ghost is this white one i could share a Ghost's location with you and you could just watch him running around like a fucking moron in my office if you wanted to from your phone yeah it's great um so yeah they're doing they're they're doing really well we haven't integrated so you're
0: tracking you're, tr- you're tracking the cats well, they,
1: the new owners are like ooh, like really like want to make sure the cats are okay we haven't integrated them with our cats yet i don't think we're going to they're not going to be here that long but yeah that's what they're doing um all right. So I think that covered everything that I wanted to cover. Um, And then, and then he kind of bummed me out at the end when he's like, it'll be years before this goes to trial years. Yeah. Why is yeah. that?
0: Oh my gosh, this is going to be a huge case. I mean, they have to get all their ducks in a row. They've got it. You know, it's going to be a trial. I mean, unless the guy wants to plead, I mean, I, you know,
1: but you have a right I'm to a fair be. and speedy trial, right? Isn't that the,
0: he waived his right to a fair and speedy trial no. or he waived that something sense? that made it. He waived something that they could where it doesn't have to happen right away. It buys them all more time to for the defense to put their case together and for the prosecution to put their. I mean, just think about all the DNA. Yeah. Just think about all the I mean, all of the it's going to be huge. It's, it's going to be the sixth huge. or the
1: seventh. Amendment. Do you know the 10th Amendment the first time? Do you know the Bill of Rights?
0: I mean, I know I'm just a bill <laughs> on Capitol
1: hill <laughs> that's nothing to do with the bill of rights
0: so what what makes you think of that now in, in relationship to this case is it having oh, the
1: the right to a fair and speedy trial which i think is 6 it's either 6 or 7 one has to do with with criminal and one has to do with civil mm-hmm. um because you know 4 is the is right against uh illegal search and seizure 5 is the right against self incrimination okay And then six has to do with, I think with criminal trials where like you have the right to confront your accuser and you have the right to have a lawyer present during questioning at all times. And, you know, like, and then seven, I think is civil trials where anything over like $20, any civil matter over 20 bucks, you could go to a a trial for, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So when I hear that it's going to take years to get to a trial. I'm like, "Well, where are they? you know, but I didn't know that he had waived that right."
0: Yeah, so Koberger waived that right. And that makes sense for both sides. He needs to get his team figured out what they're what they're going to come up with, you yeah. know? And then you know, you got to imagine all the prep work on this thing. It's Like, like will
1: it go to a trial?
0: Four people were murdered, you know?
1: I got to think he'll end up pleading it out just to avoid the fucking needle, right?
0: I, I mean, Cloyd pretty much set it up. Like, you know, they might not even have that option for him to, to do that, but who knows? I mean, they might not want to do it because it's going to be super expensive. And so if he agrees to, you know, let me look at Gary Ridgway. I mean, that's what he did. Mm -hmm. He saved his life and, you know, spilled his guts. And so, you know, they're probably hoping that he'll do that too, but they have to go through all of the iterations to figure out like, you know, what's going to be his best in, in his best interest.
1: Do they have the death penalty in Idaho?
0: That's what Cloyd was saying that, that, yeah, they do. And I heard in the, um right. in the newscast or with the judge who was sent or, uh, you know, charging him with four counts of murder and then a count of a charge of a burglary. And she said, this is the death penalty. And so, you know, that was wow.
1: uh, so well, it was, it was a really nice job that you did there. And you kind of combined all of the kind of disparate news reports that have been going on for the last few months and gave us a really concise snapshot of where this case is right now. Um, because we're probably not going to get anything new for a while, but I'd I'd love for you to just do some drop-ins if if any big thing comes up, because that's going to be the criminal case that, that everyone's going to be following, I would imagine for the foreseeable future. Um,
0: yeah, no, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and trying
0: to and I think that there's going to be things that they'll release, um, you know, more details about what happened and, you know, was there a relationship at all between any of the victims and Koberger, you know, was did he have a reason to be in that area? You know, does he have some brother that has the same DNA, you know, all of these things that, um, you know, we'll find out
1: better but. have good answers to those questions.
0: Right. I know. I know. Yes.
1: I had a great reason to be there. I was stalking someone.
0: Well, <laughs> they have say? And they've actually the New York times just came out with this thing where people are, you know, kind of talking about, you know, just kind of how strange he, he is in his behavior and, mm. you know, just all that stuff.
1: Wow. You know, well, again, um, I gotta go like for a run or something and shake off those last few minutes for that podcast and listen to some stupid comedy or something because that really that that hit me hit me really hard. Uh, Which
0: which one? You're talking about the the victims' families? Yeah. Which Which one?
1: All of them, because I'm either thinking about myself as a dad or thinking about my mom, you know, know, thinking about me or my brother. So it, it was just, yeah. I mean it's important and it's powerful and i think it's necessary that you know the the human cost is because you know i come on here and i fuck around and act like an asshole but you know it's it's serious you know yeah,
0: it really is serious
1: stuff and and i try to hide that having to deal with that beyond comedy and stuff sometimes but um or an attempt at comedy but uh but that you know that was something that i i really kind of just sat back and and just kind of let it kind of flow over me and and feel it and you know let it flow and let it go but uh serious thing so it was yeah. a good episode it was a really good episode what do you uh can i ask you what's next or are you gonna yell at me
0: uh just because you said it like that i'm not gonna tell you
1: fair enough i deserve Wait and that see. all right Wait and see. well i will look forward to being surprised um all right well everybody thank you again for uh putting up with me and for uh listening to our bonus content we appreciate the listen thank you please uh
0: you know what? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I think because I'm so inspired by what you were saying, I'm going to do the whole next episode on the Bill of Rights.
1: I'll help. That would be great. Okay. That would be great. The Eighth okay. Amendment to the Constitution, if five and six don't go well in your trial, it protects you against...
0: Okay, against stop! Those- no, stop. No, 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 Stop.
1: You're protected stop. against cruel and unusual punishment. That's eight. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, okay. which is why we need to stop now and, and <laughs> stop the audience from having to go to sleep. No, <laughs> these are really important. I I totally. I'm actually super impressed.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, please keep the feedback coming. We appreciate it. Any ideas that you might have for a show, please e- please email the Murder Chronicles at cavalrymedia.com. dot um, Carolyn, you have anything to say?
0: You know, thank you so much for listening. And um, you know, Brandon and I, I, I love that point that you made that. know we kind of hide behind humor sometimes to kind of take the edge off but we do recognize and you know always do try to be respectful with with the stories that we tell and so um you know i think it's important to remind everybody that you know we try to have fun but we do really really care about these cases and the people and the victims and their families
1: agreed agreed well as always uh well done thank you looking forward uh to next week and we hope um that y'all catch up with us then
0: The Murder Chronicles is a Cavalry audio production recorded live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We're produced by Brandon Morgan and myself Our executive producers are Dana Brunetti and Keegan Rosenberger Josh Windish edited and mixed this episode. Music by Soundstripe. For Cavalry Audio, I'm Carolyn Osorio, your writer and host. Thanks for listening.